Welcome to Tool World. We're your hosts. I'm Gordon Ju. And I'm David Ju. And we're here to discuss everything about ITF patterns. If you're interested in learning more, make sure to like the podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Tool World. This is David Ju, and I'm here with Master Ju. How are you doing today, David? Oh, same old, same old. We are days away from being back in the studio. Actually, I'm not sure when this podcast will be out because we might be back in the studio for a few weeks by the time this thing comes out. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're this th- this gets recorded a week. It gets out oh, a week so after we record it. Oh, so the other two are approximately. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll be in the studio by the time this podcast comes out. Yeah. Okay. All okay. Right. We'll so, say that. that. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Um, anyways, so we're kind of on this moon moo extravaganza. Okay. We didn't really talk about the history, but, uh, you know, sometimes the history takes a lot of research and understanding and, you know, correlating with the modern world. So we kind of brushed over that, but we did talk about the W-shaped blocks and the punching with the kick, right? Yes. Right. Was it... And Mumu, W-shaped block? Oh, was no, that, that was Tongil. Oh, we just talked about the punch with the kick. Right. That's it. Right. Okay. The Sorry. side piercing kick. Yeah, so these, I guess these I podcasts guess are blending together. <laughs> so I think we wanted to chit-chat about... The twisting kick. Twisting the high kick. twisting kick. Right. Well, I guess before we get into the nitty-gritty details about the twisting kick... Do you ever see a high twisting kick in any other martial arts? Well, you don't see it like in sparring per se, do you? No. No, I wouldn't say that. No, I would not say that's not true. Yeah. I remember sparring someone who had a really nice twisting kick and he caught me right in the solar plex and I didn't really see that coming because it's a very unusual kick. Yeah. It's um the way it comes up, you don't real you don't think of the leg going in that direction. And so yeah, it was um yeah, I think a couple times. Oh wow. With a twisting kick. Mm-hmm. It's it's a cool technique actually if you've got the flexibility, which you should try to work on it. You know, it was really neat to see is like President Che has a nice he can hold that twisting kick. You can see some of that. Or General Che, I remember, he was doing that. It's that twisting kick. It was like, wow, that's pretty. And he was much older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. Right. But yeah, no, it, it can happen. Actually, in the movie Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee does a twisting kick. I think he's holding Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan was a stunt double. Yeah. And he was holding him like the arm or something, his hair or something. And some guy comes up and he does a twisting kick. And then it breaks Jackie Chan's arm. I believe that's the scene. Oh, really? Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Go back and watch that. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look <laughs> at that. Um, you know, Bruce Lee was a first-degree black belt. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think he... He was uh, given the first-degree black belt, I believe, by June Ri, the, the father of American Taekwondo, I guess you could wow. say that. Really? And I remember General Che mentioned we, there was a Q&A session with General Che 
And one of the students asked him if um, he ever met Bruce Lee. He said, oh, yeah, I met him. And I told him uh, he could get first-degree black belt if he trained with him for like a year. Hmm, only a year, huh? Well, (laughs) 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 you know, you can do that kind of stuff, especially if you do it every day, if you train with somebody. I believe the ITF many, many years ago had a program, I believe, in... And it was like six days a week, mm-hmm. eight hours a day. Oh, wow. And they could move through, I think, white belt to black belt in a year. But that's a lot of training. Yeah. You know, if you look at the encyclopedia, General Chase talks about the number of hours required for to reach a certain rank. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, most people today don't can't do that because of their job or work unless that's their job or unless that's you know unless they're a pro athlete it's kind of like olympics athletes yeah that's all they do right so yeah what kind of hours would that be Ooh, um i don't recall i mean it is in the encyclopedia i don't recall i think it's for first degree it's up to i'm trying to think it's like 1700 hours something like that wow okay so i mean if you think about if someone went maybe twice a week or three times a week Mm -hmm. it might be three or four years right which is pretty average i would say that's average for every for most people that do it i don't know i wouldn't what would you call it um Casual basis. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I think we we're watching some video. Well, I didn't get to finish it about, you know, could you have a black belt within a year? I think you kind of mentioned a video to me about that. Yeah, I think so. I think there was a video or there was someone that was promoting it. A black belt in a year. Can it be done? Yeah. Yeah, I think it could be done. Maybe it's. Yeah. Depends on that individual. Yeah. Can depends on, I'm guessing that that person is really dedicated and wants to train hard. You do it for eight hours a day, six days a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you could do it. Right. That guy probably would be pretty awesome. Although training like that is really hard work and yeah, get tired, you know? I mean, right. it's just like any pro, pro athlete. You better make sure you're um, getting enough rest and the right nutrition. Mm-hmm. In order to be able to push through that. No, that's true, right? Anyways, uh, a little off topic there. But let's talk about the high twisting kick a little bit more. Do you know any stretches that you need to do to be able to get that beautiful high twisting kick? You know, I had a student, I had a couple students who were really good at twisting kick. Yeah. And I said, how, what, what uh, stretch have you guys been doing? Mm-hmm. And they said, we've been rollerblading with our feet pointed outward. Oh, wow. And I was thinking, okay. Isn't that, that the work. normal way to rollerblade? I don't rollerblade, so. The feet pointed outward. Oh. You know, in uh, isn't straight that how you normally? Well, no, oh. no, one straight line. Uh-huh. So one blade behind the other. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. I mean, most rollerblades, it's like roller skate, where both feet are like you're walking or running. But this is... They they were rollerblading sideways with the feet pointed outward. Oh, okay. So you would see that in ice skating when there's, you know, yeah, big circle with their feet pointed outward. Right, right. He says, oh, that's very good. So 
probably if you wanted to be better at it, mm-hmm. just standing with your feet pointed outward on a regular basis. Yeah. That would probably help you. Maybe. But yeah, some of the exercise I would say that I um, think can help is um, with, not with my new hips, <laughs> but grabbing your foot from the inside. Mm-hmm. Let's say your right leg, grab with your right arm, grab the inside of your foot and stretch it out like mm-hmm. you're doing a high twisting kick. Right. And holding it there. Just keep working on that. Mm-hmm. You know, Grandmaster Sabri, he had an awesome twisting kick. He could sit in, I remember sit, him sitting in a chair and you'd be sitting next to him and he'd bring his leg up and he'd execute the twisting kick with yeah. the ball of the foot right at you. Oh, wow. Not not just the foot, but the ball of the foot right yeah. at you. And so he used to make us lie down on our back, put our legs up and then push our legs down, try to get the ball of the foot to touch the ground. Yeah. So that would be a good exercise. Mm. I think another exercise or stretching exercise would be, yeah, having someone grab your leg and twist it. Yeah. <laughs> um, putting your back up against a wall. Mm-hmm. And again, grabbing your foot, let's say your right foot with your right arm, and keeping your lower back up against the wall and twisted your leg to touch the wall. Mm-hmm. Keep practicing. I mean, it's just like any other stretch. You got to keep dro- doing it. You got to keep practicing until um, you get that flexibility. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like when I stretch, I stretch and then like 30 minutes later, I'm back to like super stiff. Super stiff? Like not as nimble as I once was with the stretching. You know, I think uh, stretching should be done after the body is slightly warmed up. Yeah. I know a lot of times in Taekwondo, we we do stretching and then we do the exercise. Yeah. But if you work out first and you kind of warm up the muscles, mm-hmm. like if you're really sweaty and then you do the stretching, yeah, th- I think that's actually a better way to stretch. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I've heard about that before. Sometimes people say stretching actually prevents injuries, but that's not necessarily true. You see a lot of athletes mm-hmm. still pull a muscle, uh, still get injured, even mm-hmm. though they stretch before. Yeah. So is there really, I'm not a kinesiologist, mm-hmm. so I can't say, I, don't, I didn't, not an expert in that. Yeah. But I, for me, I think I like to stretch when I finished working out hard. Right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, I have to, sometimes just so lazy to do that by the time you're done with the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> so tired, I mean. So tired. <laughs> Isn't that the thing about um, reaching certain goals? We yeah. always have some type of a excuse. Yep. No, that's yeah. true. That oh, is true. I'm sore. Oh, it's oh, Monday. So it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's too early. It's too late. Yeah, nobody's exempt from that. I'm sure everyone thinks the same thing. I yeah, I think you just got to get in a routine. If you want to yeah. be better at anything, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is. You you get in a routine and you stick to it. It's that habit and you just keep pushing it. Right. But that's hard. It's not yeah. easy. Right. Well, hopefully one day I'll have a amazing high twisting kick. It's pretty there. good. What is yeah, that? Yeah, probably looking more like a high front snap kick right now. <laughs> <laughs> high front snap kick. Yeah. <laughs>
Any last comments on high twisting kick there, Master Well, we didn't really talk about that. No, we really didn't. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it for a second? So in Moo Moo, it's a high twisting kick. So the, basically the kick is going towards your back, right? Someone's yeah. behind you. Right. Uh, middle is to the solar plex, which is more like a 45 degree angle. Mm-hmm. And low, which is directly in front. So maybe you're kicking like the inside of someone's leg. Right. If they were in a walking stance. Yeah. Ball of the foot, tapping mm-hmm. tool. Yep. Toes lower than the heel. Obviously, you can't do toes lower than the heel in the high twisting kick. Yeah. But the low, middle, yeah, probably could. Yeah. So why is that kind of important? The foot position is important based on the attacking tool. Like turning kick. If the toes was up, you're more likely to kick with the ball, not the ball of the foot, but the big toe versus the ball of the foot. And mm-hmm. that's also true with the twisting kick. So you can't just fling it out there. You got to right. work. You have to control the foot as well. Right. It's not something you would ever do kicking... Unless you have Someone. cowboy boots. Yeah, unless I've got cowboy boots because my kick And you're not, a toe, big, huh? you're not a big fan of cowboy boots. No, no, no. Why? Not really. Why? Because you don't live in Texas? Yeah, I don't. I have cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Any, uh, anything else there, Master Drew? No, I don't think so. Let's uh, cover another technique another day. All right. Well, thanks for jumping into our tool world. Uh, if you like this episode, make sure to share it with all your friends. And remember to be safe. Keep training. And we'll see you guys next time. Take one. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope to see you next time.